came across the truva of Rav Asher Weiss over Shabbos in Minchas Asher on Sefer Vayikra, Pasha Shmini, and I was fascinated by the truva because it's a shaila that I was asked literally five minutes before I went to shul on Erev Shabbos, and it comes up all the time. Shaila is, we know there's a halacha that you have to be bodek for tolaim, that if a person has leafy vegetables or otherwise vegetables that have bugs in them, that we have to check and make sure that there are no bugs, remove any bugs that are there. Obviously, microscopic bugs are not a problem, but any bugs that a person could see with the Naked eye need to be removed in Sinisita Raisa to uh, to eat bugs, and that is uh, that's obvious. That's clear in the Chumish. Right, that we know very well. But what happens in the following situation? A person did not check for bugs because they forgot, or they thought they were using vegetables that were pre-checked, or whatever the situation might be, and then. They made a food with it. They made a broccoli kugel. They made a uh, a chicken soup with uh, parsley and dill or whatever. And they've uh, they've already cooked the food and they know that they haven't checked for bugs. And the vegetables that went into their soup or went into their broccoli kugel might uh, might in fact have have bugs in them. So what is the halacha? Are they bidieved? Is there any heter to eat the food? Or do we assume that there's no had to eat the food? So Rav Asher Weiss suggests, and I'm just going to present his shita over here, his uh, his tshuva, and maybe just make a couple of points here and there uh, to question a point here and there. But uh, he says the uh, the 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 main issue that we need to clarify when dealing with this shaila is how infested this type of vegetable normally is. Meaning if we're dealing with a vegetable that's infested 90% of the time, 100% of the time, then there's, it's probably a non-starter. There's not really much that we can do to make it okay. But let's say you have a vegetable that's a suffix. You have a vegetable like lettuce that sometimes is infested, sometimes it's not infested. Not every time you, you take a lettuce, you buy nice uh, Andy Boy lettuce in Costco or whatever it is, and you open up the leaves so many, many, many times you'll find that they're completely clean, that you can inspect it very carefully and there won't be any bugs. There's a mira matsui of times that you will find bugs and therefore it does need checking, but many, many times you'll find that it doesn't have bugs. So if it's a suffix, is there any reason to be makel b'diavit? So Rav Asher suggests a combination of six different svaras lakula when it comes to this shayla. And let's take a look at each svara. First two are from the Chubas Rashba. The Rashba Chelkalvsim Kufyud Gimel writes, Exactly our case. You cook something without checking it. If you can still check it, if that's possible at this stage in the game, which it is not possible to do in the two examples I gave you of the chicken soup and the uh, and the broccoli kugel, then you should check it. Vimlav says the Rashba, nearly shemuter. I think it's mutter. Why? Let's say before we had a chance to check for trephus, or after we shechted an animal, some uh, wild beast came and took the insides of the animal away, so we were never able to check if the animal was a trefer or not. So we have a chazaka, so this is lenient consideration number one, that we have a cheskas heter, that there's a chazaka that it's, uh, that it's mutter. So that's lenient consideration number one. A little bit difficult to understand uh, that why it would be a, uh, a cheskas heter, by a behema you assume it's naturally when it's born, it's, uh, it has a chazaka that it's not a trefer, especially if it lived more than a year, so we know that when it was born it wasn't a trefer. 
Trefah and managed to live. Uh, it may have become a Trefah later on, but it's Chazaka Meyakar is that it's not a Trefah. I'm not sure why we have that Chazaka by vegetables, unless we're assuming that the bugs only come in later on once they're grown, but when they initially uh, grow, they, there are no bugs. I don't know if that Metzius is correct. But second, second Sad Lakula says the Rashba, we have a Svek Sveka. Number one, maybe there was a bug, maybe there wasn't a bug there. And even if there was a bug there, Shema Nimoach Vinizbatel. Maybe the bug became um, disintegrated and therefore became Batel. The halacha is that things are Batel Bashishim. Things that are Machalos Asuros become Batel Bashishim. But if you're dealing with something that is a barrier, that is a complete entity unto itself, so then it's not going to be Batel Bashishim. Because a barrier is Aina Betela, it's a Dinmi Drabanan, that it cannot become Batel. But maybe the bug, normally an entire bug, has a Din of a barrier. So it's not going to become Batel. But if you cook the bug, so then maybe the bug disintegrates. And if it disintegrates, then it will have a din of, uh, of a regular macholos asuros. It's not a barrier anymore. And it could now become batal bashishim. So th- that's a question of Metzius, whether that's in fact true. When you cook a bug in your chicken soup, does the bug disintegrate or does the bug just die? Uh, very often. So there's a major discussion in the Achronim, where many of the Achronim say the Metzius doesn't seem to be correct. So even though this Rashba is quoted by the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Peydal at Siftes, we have to question whether the Metzius is correct. The Prichadosh, Sivkat Laman Gimel, says that the Suffolk Shemini Moach uh, is not true. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't disintegrate in an oven. It could be that there's a difference between baking and cooking, that when you bake it won't disintegrate, but when you cook it in a liquid it's much more likely to disintegrate and, uh, and fall apart. But uh, again, this Metzius is somewhat somewhat questionable. A third Sad Lakula that he quotes in the name of the Achronim, and I looked it up in the Chazanish, Yardea Semin Yodalit Ozvav, Chazanish does mention this, even though to me this third Sad Lakula is very, very difficult to understand. He says, let's say you're eating the broccoli kugel that wasn't checked, and let's say it's infested, let's say there's a bug in there. At some point you have to chew the broccoli kugel before you swallow it. And when you chew it, when you chew the broccoli, it's likely that you will be crushing whatever bug or breaking whatever bug might be stuck there. And if you're breaking the bug, it is no longer a barrier. So by the time you swallow it, it has already become batel because it's no longer a barrier. That's the svara that they quote. To me, this is very, very challenging to understand because uh, we know there is a machlokas rishonim whether, let's say, a whole grape has a din of a barrier. And the Mishabura therefore suggests if a person wants to eat grapes, they should be careful not to eat one whole grape because it's less than the size of a kezayis, so it may not require a bracha achrona. But on the other hand, the fact that it's a barrier may make it something that does require a bracha achrona. Now, when you eat a grape, we assume, I assume the Mishabura is talking about a case where you're not swallowing it whole, you're chewing on it. And nevertheless, he says, if you put the whole thing in your mouth at one time, that does have a din of a barrier. I would assume that chewing is part of the eating process, and therefore does not take away the status of a barrier from the from the food. But this is black on white in the Chazanish, such a svara to, to be mekel, and Rav Asher Weiss uh, buys this svara as well, a little bit that when you chew it, you may take away the status of, uh, of a barrier. Just very difficult for me to understand that. Fourth uh, possible kula, he says, it could be shemelo shartsua dayin ve'ena masurim. Maybe these bugs have not yet uh, been shorates. They haven't had the ability to crawl at all yet, and if they're not creepy crawlers, then it's not yet usher. It's too early a stage for it to be considered a real bug. Fifth svar lakula, he says, that the whole din 
by very small bugs that you can only see if you look very, very closely. It could be that, yes, they, they are usher as bugs, you're not allowed to eat them, but maybe they wouldn't have the status of a beria. I mean, what's this dindra banan that a beria doesn't become batel? That an entire entity can't become batel? This is a din that it's too chashuv to be batel. That since it's a whole thing, it can't be mevatel, something that's an entire entity. But maybe when you're dealing with very tiny bugs that you can only you can see with the naked eye, but you have to look very carefully to even be able to tell that it is in fact a bug, maybe that wouldn't be a barrier. Maybe that wouldn't have the status of something that's a dover chashuv that cannot become batel. Now this seems to fly in the face of uh, Rav Salvechik's Biur. In, uh, Rav Salvechik explains the din of beria in, a, uh, in, in his shiurim on, uh, on Yeridea that Rabbi Eliakim Konigsberg put out from Rav Shechter's notes on the shiurim Arav, where he explains that beria is an iser tsura. It's not an iser of chomer. It's not, there are two types of isurim. There's isurim where subs- the substance is too chashev, it's substantively too chashev, then there's iser tsura, that it, it, it's, it's um, I don't know what the best way, the form, yeah, but there's got to be a better English word to express this, that based on, not because it's ma- it has too much substance to be batel, no, it, it could be very, very tiny. Beria means because it's an entire being, it's an entire entity, as in it's, it's too, too complete of a tsura to become batel. So, so what, that it's very very tiny, and you can barely see it. The, uh, when you look at it as an Isr Tzura, the way Rav Salvechik looked at it, it would seem that this Svara would not work so well. And the final Svara he quotes to be makel with, although Rav Ashwais himself is not particularly happy with this Svara, is uh, he saw in the Shiva Tzion, Simen Chavches and Simen Chavhei, and the Imre Bina, Dine Basar Bechal of Simen Beis, and in the Darke Tshuva Simen Pedalaros Chavches, in the name of the Tshuva's Beis Afrayim, that if a person eats a fruit that has has uh, worms in it or bugs in it, he says maybe there's no Isra Torah because it's misasek. The person is trying to eat broccoli. He's not trying to eat bugs. And it's misasek. It's something that happens. It's not even a shogeg. It's not just something you're doing by accident. something you're doing completely mindlessly. It has no connection to what you're intending to do at all. Shogeg would be, let's say, I intend to turn on the light, but I forgot that it's Shabbos. So I'm not doing completely mindlessly. I'm turning on the light. I know I'm turning on the light. But when you're eating bugs, you don't even realize that you're eating bugs. You think you're eating a vegetable. So maybe it has a din of misasek. Aye, there is a halacha in the Gemara that misasek b'chalavim v'arayos is chayiv shekein nene. That if you're misasek when you in in machalos asuros in eating foods, you are chayiv even misasek because you get hanaa from the food. So they say no, there's no hanaa. It's a bug. It's disgusting. It's maus, and therefore there would be there would be no hanaa. So that's a very questionable assertion. A that it's called misasek at all. That it would be called misasek. You know that it's a, that it's that it's an infested vegetable, and you know what you're doing. You know. That that you are eating something that's an infested vegetable. It could very well be that that would be called shogeg, that would not be called misasek. And also to say that there's no hana'a is very difficult because it doesn't ruin the taste of the food at all. person is not moist, but as long as you don't see them, you're totally okay with it. And uh, it even gets included sometimes in the, uh, in the nutrition, uh, nutritional value of the vegetables, the protein sometimes that you, get, that you get from the bugs. It's not something that a person is disgusted with. normal person, if we didn't have to, we'd rinse off our broccoli and we'd eat it. We'd 
we didn't have to do any more any more checking than that. It's not something that typically people are disgusted by. So again, that's a very difficult tzad uh, lekula. But Rav Asher says at the end of the day, if you're dealing with a vegetable that you know is rubo metula, that the large majority have uh, bugs in them, like for instance, he says an artichoke. So he says then you can't rely on, on, on any combination of the rest of these kulas. But he says if you're dealing with something that's a legitimate suffix, I would imagine, let's say lettuce, uh, let's say romaine lettuce or something like that, where it's a legitimate suffix, so then he thought uh, that there's enough over here to uh, to be makel with. All you would really need is a sfex veka. You would only need a second suffix. You wouldn't need anything more than that. I mean, you already have one suffix, maybe it's infested, maybe it's not. You would only need a second suffix. Maybe you break it up into smaller portions, even if it was infested, maybe it didn't get into this small portion of my soup. Maybe if I remove the vegetable and it didn't get, maybe the, it stayed in the vegetable, but it didn't get into the rest of the soup. You would need to create some sense of a second suffix in order to have a sfex veka on a dindaraisa, which you could then be makel with. Okay.